0: Visiting with our shab of the week, it's Hunter Luke, senior wide receiver. And Hunter, you've been the missing man this year because you know coming into the season. Of course, we're going to talk about Jaden. Of course, we're going to talk about Keaton and Jack Kaiser and some of the guys returning on the offensive line. But man, have injuries been a a headline for the Westlake Chaparrals? It doesn't show at twelve and zero, but take us through the moment where you knew in the Ridgepoint game that oh no. I'm going to have to take some time to, to get back to football.
1: It was, I think, the fifth play of the game, and I just had a jet sweep and just got rolled up on wrong. And then I played the next two plays just trying to finish the, the driver or so, but we got three and out. And then getting in the tent, and then Coach Watkins and the trainers checking it out just
0: didn't look good at that
1: moment for me.
0: When people realize when injuries happen during a game, there's so much energy, there's so much adrenaline, they don't realize that sometimes you don't even know you're hurt. It may not even be painful, but when did it kick in for you that you knew something was wrong? I think the second play I did, I had a corner route, and that was a little difficult to run. When you miss football, we talk about this with Paxton Land, taking the time off understanding what it's like to do something every day, all day, to put in all the time, to put in all the effort. Being a coach's kid, it really puts it in perspective when you're not able to play. And Paxton talked about, man, did I really learn something when, when football was taken away? What did you learn?
1: How much I loved like the grind and the practice. I mean, that's that's how you prepare for game days. It's every day coming in ready to work
0: what's the one thing in the trainer's room or what's the one thing in rehab? Or what are you looking for as, as inspiration?
1: Really just getting back out there with my teammates. That, that was the
0: main thing. It's, it's odd because we've talked about this with Paxton Burgle and his journey through the training room. We've talked about this with Paxton Land, and now we talk about this with you who have been, kind of been battling all season long. What is it about Cody Watkins and his crew? I know the drive is there to get back on the field, but take us through what his staff does that that makes this process so rewarding to get back onto the field?
1: I would say just going in every morning, and uh, he would never let me have any excuses. Um, it was always just get to work and how bad do I want to get back on the field. So him pushing me every day was a big part of it. Like if I'm taking a little bit too long of a break between one of his crazy exercises, I just get back to work, and that's what I'll do.
0: Do you feel like there's something else that he brings to that process that – that you may not totally understand
1: definitely just his exercises they're they're definitely interesting but i i know he knows what he's doing and know what he's talking about to get me better
0: so we saw you come onto the field in the Johnson game. We're thinking, okay, here it is. Hunter Luke returns, and you catch a brilliant back shoulder throw over two defenders, and I'm sitting there going, man, that is one of Skinner's best passes to see you leap up and make the catch. And we talk about setbacks in general. You have a setback on your first catch coming back. and Walk us through what happened on that play.
1: Um, I just kind of had a switch route, so I switched uh, with the outside receiver and ran down the sideline on a fade sort of and had a perfect pass and then just came down on my shoulder wrong.
0: When you come down on your shoulder, I think a lot of people, they don't feel it right away or they know something's not right. When did you notice that something wasn't right with that shoulder?
1: I still had the adrenaline to do a little celebration. I was pretty excited, but uh, running over for the next play, I could could feel something.
0: So you go down in game one, come back in game ten, and go down in game ten. Describe the effort because I know the playoffs changes – the story for you a little bit because now it's okay, it was one thing to kinda of try to come back in game ten and, and can make a go of it, try to make it on the field for senior night. It's another thing where you don't know if the next week is gonna happen. Describe the process. Is it different when you had to attack the shoulder versus attacking the ankle?
1: Yeah, it was very different. We were right into rehab right away and there was no time to waste. I would say just uh getting there early in the morning, um, for everyone getting started on my warm up with uh whatever bike or whatever Coach Watkins will have me doing. And then I'm pretty much working up until practice starts. And then throughout the process I'd heal, I could make my way down there and start some exercises on the field, whether it was just doing jogs around the field or push-ups or workouts with Coach Watkins. I'm usually back in there during the period and then usually working through, through my lunch and then sometimes I go back after school.
0: So you're talking about before school, during school, during your lunch, and after school and wrapping all of that around practice as well. I think people really don't understand Hunter just how much time that takes. How many hours do you think you've spent in that training room this year? At least 3 or 4 a day probably. That means also the work on Saturday as well cuz I know you put some work on on Saturday. You're starting to talk about 24 hours a week. It's and for everybody else listening, that's a part-time job. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something that we would go out and do in high school. We'd you know, work somewhere, you know, grocery store, clothing store, or, or some sort of job, and that's in addition to practice. What is your role in practice when, you, when you've been going through all of this?
1: Um, from the start, it was be up here early for my uh, rehab, and then uh, once I would get finished with that, just go down and practice and support my teammates, just try to keep learning the plays and stay locked in, and then uh, as the rehab progressed, I could uh, get in some drills or whether that was – uh, special teams or routes on air and stuff like that.
0: Your dad is a coach. How has he coached you through this process?
1: Put your head down, keep working. How bad do you want to come back?
0: I think a lot of people understand what it's like to be results-oriented. I think Coach Salazar kind of embodies that. It's like, hey, look, I was never the tallest, I was never the biggest, I was never the fastest. But when you got a guy like yourself who possesses some talent and, and you know that that talent's going to help the team, does that make the process easier?
1: Yes, sir. Knowing uh, knowing I can go out and when I get healthy, helping my teammates uh, win games, that's a big motivation.
0: When players get injured, and we talked a little bit about this with T.J. Shanahan and even Riley Kennedy, you almost instinctively turn into a coach. And I bring up your dad because it's in your blood, right? You're you're a coach's kid. You've been in one way, shape or another on the practice field or in a field house your entire life. And I'm interested to know how you were starting to help guys like Brad Mays, guys that, that... that are kind of rotating into your position. What is your experience and your knowledge done to kind of help those guys that that kind of came in behind you?
1: Um, when I was hurt with my ankle, I definitely feel like I could help uh, Heath McCree a lot because he's a A as well. So just him standing by my side and just going through plays or watching Keaton go, just helping him with tips here and there. I just feel like I – I can help Heath out a lot.
0: What are some of those tips? Because they've worked. Whatever you've done with Heath, keep doing it because uh, his talents kind of emerged. And I think that's also unique because we talk about this team so different than the teams in the past. And you were on that team last year, contributed quite a lot in that state championship run. This year kind of being on the sidelines and, and kind of working your way back. What do you think the one difference or if there's a couple differences in your mind between that team and this team?
1: I would say we just have a bunch of guys that uh just put their head down and go to work. We don't we don't have uh too many big name guys this year but we're all we're all in. Yeah,
0: you know, we talk about buy in and you know, from your standpoint you had a chance to watch some of the attack team guys work and some of the attack team guys this year kind of legendary because you know we just saw it in the turkey bowl you know henry tester you know my goodness you know if you're a wide receiver heads up at 45s in your lane guys like that who who just want to be chaparrales and who want to help as much as possible what's that perspective like
1: it definitely gave me a lot more respect for those guys like i know them on and off the field and it just it was crazy
0: Turkey Bowl, and and especially the way y'all did it this year, made it kind of a skills competition that allows for a lot of camaraderie to kind of come out. Then, obviously, you have the trip to Top Golf yesterday as a team, and this Thanksgiving week, you know, I know you're thankful for a lot of things because, you know, you've gone through some amazing tragedy in your life obviously it's a it's a road that that everybody knows well from our chat last year but on this road where it's been start the year with a lot of expectations deal with the injury come back deal with another injury I want to know what's Hunter Luke thankful for
1: I'm thankful for my teammates and coaches and uh, especially the trainers just getting me back and then teammates I I never went a day with someone asking me how I'm doing um, how can I help you how are you feeling stuff like that
0: I noticed a lot of people. When people get hurt, it's always a, a sign of, a, of a, a well-run organization where they're, they're not disconnected. Coach Dodge used to talk about that. It's like sometimes guys get hurt and they're gone. You know, you don't see them. They may show up to practice every now and then, but you know, when you get hurt, that means the workload just went up. I know it's worth it because I know you know what's at the end and what the potential is. You know, I know what your why is because we talked about that last year, Hunter, but to me it's, it's got to feel gratifying just to be able to be a part of this. And I want to you know how it feels from as a senior going into these you know, final days and weeks of practice and, and being a football player.
1: Uh, it just makes it that more special. Um, being on the field with my team without playing, it set in definitely. So being back out there and, and suiting up, it's very exciting.
0: We knew you as a as a punt return guy. And I talk about special teams because you were so pivotal last year in the special teams game. But now you're looking at 9-19. Nine and 19. I mean, six punt returns for scores. Uh, as a guy that understands special teams backwards and forwards, especially that punt return game, what do you see in this year's special teams that just wows you?
1: Uh, you can take the the Cedar Ridge game, for example. They just uh, have a lot of heart. They scored on this first, and the next play, Heath McCree takes it back. So... Just a bunch of heart heart guys on the special teams.
0: Final thought with Hunter Luke, our Shab of the Week. If there's one thing that you want to happen immediately when you get back on the field, do you want that ball first? In the grand scheme of thing, what are you looking forward to the most when you get back out there?
1: The ball coming my way.
0: He's Hunter Luke, our Shab of the Week. Thanks so much for doing this. Thank
1: you for having me.